Welcome back to the Creek Families podcast, where we're setting out to equip parents in the home to make mature followers of Jesus Christ, dealing with everyday struggles and questions parents have, and using these topics to lead their kids to Jesus. I am Pastor Joey. Have with me again, best friend in all the world, Pastor Kyle Smith. How are you, sir? Ah, man. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be here, man. Great to be here sitting beside yes. you, diving into another podcast. So uh, last week we talked a little bit about uh, the failed teaching of the church, a biblical truth and foundation along with identity in Christ. And we tried to dive into that and unpack that a little bit. And yep. I think you and I both said, you know, our goal here at Mud Creek and kids ministry, student ministry, family ministries is we, we want to have a strong biblical teaching. You, you yes. agree with that? 100%. Yes. We want to, we want to lead our kids in that way and our students, um, in our, in our family. So, so I think we established that last week. You need to show up. You, you need to be involved yourself and you as a parent need to be leading, uh, your family in the home when it comes to that. So as we pivot this week, we're going to talk about, um, one of the questions that came in was how to motivate my teenager to not go along with social pressures like drinking, uh, keeping good company and remaining abstinent. So this is a heavy one, right? Wow, that is, that's, that's a lot whole lot going on there. That's a lot. There's a lot going on there. So we've got about, we're going to try to keep it to 15 minutes. We're going to try and unpack this uh, a little bit, uh, th- this question. So as we, as we discussed and prepared, um, you know, we, we, we can talk about consequences and, and with those things, and, and we'll get into that, each of those sections of alcohol, uh, sex, and friend groups, and, and, and can talk about that. But I think we had discussed that before we get to maybe consequences in those um, conversations with our kids and our, and our teens, that hopefully there are some conversations, there are some precursors to that conversation, right? There are some things that, that we want to get into that have more to do with what, or less to do with what not to do and more to do with what to do and what we are here for kind right. of deal, right? It helps, it helps answer the why. Yes. You know? Yes. The, the why. It's not just the consequences of them, but... Why? Yes. Why are they set there in the first place? That's right. That's yeah. right. So, so we wanted to, to start by saying, okay, and, and uh, if your kids are in Awana, then you probably recognize a couple of these, these questions. So we had a couple of catechism questions that we went over um, at the beginning of the Awana year. How and why did God create us? God created us male and female in his own image to glorify him. If you've been here at Mud Creek for a little bit, you have heard that our mission statement is we exist to glorify God. Like that's the first part of our, of our purpose statement. Our mission statement is we want to glorify God. And the answer to that question is he created us in his image to glorify him. And then one of the next questions was, okay, well, how do we glorify God? And we glorify him by loving him and obeying his commands and law. So before we even get to those things of what, of what kind of what not to do, the, the, the don't do these things, um, I think our hope is and our goal is as, as moms and dads, as parents, as, as church leaders, is we want to keep uh, the why, why are we here? Who are we here for? What are we trying to do in the, in the forefront of our, our children and our students and our parents and our uh, lay leaders' minds is we're here to glorify God. Yes, and I mean, us as parents, and if you've been a parent for any amount of time and you have a kid, they ask the questions why. Even when you give them the authority of saying, like, you need to go clean your room, you need mm. to go do this or do this or take out the trash, and they go, why? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the fact that the they don't know that there are rules set in place mm-hmm. for their good. It's not that they don't know that there aren't consequences. 
but they're asking an important question. And so I, I told you yesterday that I heard uh, a pastor in one of the meetings say, it's like, you know, I, I teach my students um, these biblical truths, and they, they, they say, yes, we know that God says this, but why does mm-hmm. he say it? Mm-hmm. And I think that means more than just setting the consequences. Yes. It's just the, the foundation yes. of w- explaining that. That's right. That's right. So, so again, yes, we want to, why, why, why are we here? You know, the, the, the big question of why uh, is that we are to, to glorify uh, God and that we, we glorify him by uh, loving him and obeying what he says uh, in his word. So we want that to be what our children hear at an early age, right? Over yes. and over and over that we want to glorify God. We want to glorify God. We want to glorify God. That's what we want our lives. We want to, we want to shine the brightness uh, and a reflection of God in our lives. So that's kind of the foundation there of what we want to do um, as moms and dads. And as far as like leading in the home, that ultimately we are to bring God glory. Our family is to bring God glory. Your relationship with your brother and, or your sister or your brother and your brother is to bring God glory. Your, the way that you honor your father and mother is to bring God glory. Um, the way that you clean up your room, the way that you listen, the way that you it's all to bring God glory, right? Yes. It's to glorify him. So now with that being said, there's a foundation. Now we'll get into the, the question at hand, uh, which was um, how to motivate my teenager not to go along with social pressures like drinking, keeping good company, and remaining abstinent. So we're going to break that down with alcohol, sex, and friend groups, looking through the lens of glorifying God, right? We want to glorify right. him. Right. So let's talk alcohol. So, um, if, 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 uh, to motivate my child to not, you know, drink alcohol, we can, of course, what are some of the consequences that you, that you can think of, of maybe, uh, underage drinking, just maybe off the top of your head? Uh, well, I mean, I've, I've seen it, I've experienced it in the previous profession. I mean, the, the consequences, uh, are, are really surmountable. It's, a it's amazing what it can do. It can, uh, uh, just you know, obviously hurt their brain. It, can, mm-hmm. it destroys their ability to think uh, critically and to be aware of their safety and surroundings. Um, they can easily get hurt. They can uh, obviously die. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, there, there's a multitude of things they can make decisions that are not good mm-hmm. because they've been influenced by it. So mm-hmm. there's there's a ton of things. I mean, not only just that, but drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. I mean. Um, there's a multitude of things yes. that are bad. Yes. So, so that in and of itself, and we talked about this, all those reasons, whether I'm a Christian or whether I'm not a Christian, uh, whether I'm a moral person or whether I'm not a moral person, all those things, those consequences kind of fit the same in the, in the same box, right? Where we right. can say, right. here's all these things, the effects uh, that it can have. So we had said that we don't want this conversation with our kids to be, to, that's the end of it, is just these, these consequences. Um, we want it to be a part of it, but not the, the full scope of it, of this is the reason why. Again, through that uh, lens of glorifying God, like we want to, we want to honor God mm-hmm. um, in our lives, we, in every area of our lives. And in this area where we're talking to our, our teen about um, underage drinking, like God has, we, you, you mentioned um, Ephesians yesterday, that, we, that children are to honor their, their father and mother, right? Right? Yes. So this is a, this is a, uh, not just a rule. It is a rule that we have in our house and it's something that we're going to ask you, uh, to avoid doing. Uh, and in that way you want to honor your father and mother, but in Romans, uh, 13, uh, Paul talks about like honoring, uh, government and honoring, uh, authority that's, that's put in front of us. Now, 
whole different podcast of uh, we can get into government <laughs> and we can get into all that, all that kind of stuff, yes. you know, we, and, and that's, that's, that we'll save that for another time. But for, for today, what we can say for sure is that it is against the law, uh, to be under 21 and, uh, to be drinking. Yes. Uh, so, so again, through glorifying God, we've got, uh, consequences, but then we also have, we want to honor our father and mother. Um, and we want to uh, bring God glory in that. And then we want to honor the, uh, the authority and the government, uh, that's in, that's in front of us and that has some of these rules. And, um, and again, we talked about this, is this a hundred percent chance that when we have these conversations and we say, Hey, here's the consequences and we want to glorify God in our lives. That's why you shouldn't drink. And then my kid's like, you know what? I'll never ever drink because of this. It's that that's not what we're yeah. saying. What we're trying to give you is some 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 tools in your belt uh, and and some resources to be able when you have these uh, conversations with your children that these are some of the things that you can say. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean because ultimately we're get, we're answering that question of why. It's not just because I say so. It's not just because God says so. But here's why. Yeah, and you just went over it, the three levels of reasoning, which we still find in Scripture. Yes. So yes, there, the reasons of answering that question are there. Okay. Okay. So alcohol. So the next, um, is sex. And so, so we talked about this too, and we kind of laughed about it that, uh, one angle that we can go with our, with our kids is, um, a hey, sex is bad. You know, you don't need to have it before, uh, marriage. And, and again, here's these consequences and, and it's really, really bad and really, really bad. Um, uh, but then we also know, um, uh, we have kids, we, we know that it's, yes. that sex isn't a bad thing. It's a, it's a, it's a gift, you know, from, yeah. from God. And it is a, it is a gift that's been, been given to us, uh, for the context, um, of marriage. And so, so if we only go about it and say, okay, here's the negative, uh, consequences and our kids experience it, some of the negative consequences that we're going to talk about aren't going to add up and they're going to say, I've no. experienced it. It's actually a really, really good thing. So to undercut God's plan and design and say, this is not a good thing. We're, we're, we're not answering the question of, of right. why truthfully. And if they experience it, they're going to find out that, that we're liars, that it actually is a good thing. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the whole key point is that we're, we're trying to explain it's not just what I say don't do mm -hmm. and because of because of this consequence or this consequence and they're going to find out something different it's the fact of here's why this this is why you should not do it this right. is why God ordained it yes to keep in the confines of marriage yes because it can ultimately the consequences are more than just getting pregnant STD mm -hmm. it is way more than that it right. is on the spiritual level the mind the heart yes the influence that it has and especially with today's society, you know, as well as I do, it's out there. And yes. that we're doing. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. That's great. Um, that's great. So, so there will be, I will link, there's a couple of articles, uh, from desiring God that I thought were very helpful, um, uh, pertaining to, uh, alcohol and then pertaining to this, to this, to this next, I'm sorry, not alcohol, sex before marriage. And then, um, this next topic that we're, that we're going to discuss. But one thing I want to, one, one thing I want to interject here is, we're not perfect. No. Our no. kids are not perfect. No. So, so um, I made a lot of mistakes in my past and have had to have, you know, conversations with, with, with my kids about, about some, some of my past, you know, what's appropriate and, and in the right context. Um, but I've made a whole lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I know one thing my mom did is when I would make a mistake, 
there was a, I always knew I could go to her. I always knew that I could say, um, Hey, this happened. And she wasn't happy uh, about it. She wasn't, she wasn't rejoicing that, that this, that this happened, but it wasn't a, a, a point in which she said, well, you get out of my house, you're kicked out of the house or you're, you know, you, there, there's all these, a really heavy hand that came down to, to where your child would say, where I would say, Oh, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell yeah, mom I'm or dad. I, I, I'm going to keep that to myself. I don't want to, I don't want to discuss this with them at all. So all right. there's a balance between that, but what I want to uh, kind of guard or warn against and encourage our, our parents is your, your kids are not perfect and your kids, no matter having these conversations or not having these conversations, your kids are going to miss the mark in, in a lot of ways in their lives. And we want to be a place where there are consequences, there is instruction, but that there is also grace, that there is also forgiveness because our savior yes. has given that to us. Right. Oh yes. Yes. He is so good. He is so good. To so us. graceful. That's so right. Full of mercy. Cause we, you, you're right. We as parents, we, we have failed yeah. in so many areas and, uh, praise God for the grace that he gives. That's right. We need to be reminded of that when we talk to our kids and how we, because we want them to come to us. Yes. That That's right. is huge. Jeff, That's right. Is that we want our kids who we love so much to not hide those yes. things, but to ask questions. That's right. And for us as parents to give them answers. Yes. To give them biblical answers. Yes. Okay. That's great. Okay. So alcohol, um, uh, consequences, but then we want to, we want to honor and glorify God. Ultimately sex. Yes. Uh, consequences, but ultimately we want to honor and glorify God. Sex is something that is a gift from God, uh, for uh, the marriage bed. And again, there is a great article about how precious it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and that we, they, they reference that you don't, you don't put a fence around, uh, weeds. Um, you put a fence around things that are important and that are, right. that are, that are precious to, to protect it. So, um, I'll link that in the description of the podcast. So we want to glorify God in those ways. Last thing, uh, that, that was brought up is basically friend groups and, uh, the influence that friends have on us. So out of one side of my mouth yesterday, I'm saying, Hey, you know, uh, uh, and we said they can have long-term consequences. So if I surround myself with, um, you know, the, the wrong type of people, or as first Corinthians 15, 33 says, uh, bad company corrupts, uh, good morals. That was a, 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 a reference. Um, but it's bad company corrupts, good morals. So, so in essence, like what, who we surround ourselves with oftentimes will have a, an influence on us in our lives oh, yes, of uh, course. in the decisions that we make in the potentially the trajectory of, of our lives as well. Right. 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 So, so we've got, we've got that warning. Okay. But then we also see examples in scripture where Jesus went right in. Right. So, so he was, he had a reputation of being around sinners and, and adulterers and, and tax collectors and, and all these people. So, so in one side, I want to say, Hey, stay away. You know, don't you, they're going to ruin your life. They're going to, but then on another side of my mouth, I'm like, okay, well, our savior, he went in, uh, with them and, and brought the truth to them. So, uh, there's kind of two sides of this, right? That's, that's difficult because yes, we want them to do that because there are people that your kids, our kids are around that are lost, but at the same time, you know, Jesus was a fully mature there we go. Uh, believer there we know, go. Yeah. himself and God. <laughs> so he could, he could do those things and knew how to, uh, how to work within those, right. those confines. Um, our kids have not uh, maybe reached that point in spiritual maturity yet, 
to understand, to maintain their faith and their beliefs, right. to glorify God right. by by keeping their faith and keeping their foundation as they go into those things. That's a building process, yes. even for each of us. Yes, yes. No, that's good. So the posture and motivation, uh, and, and again, I'll link this in. This isn't, this isn't brand new to me, but the posture and motivation of Jesus going in was the desire and intentionality to bring himself to a lost and dying world yes. so they would hear the truth, they would see his unconditional love, and ultimately that they would um, that they would turn to him uh, right. for salvation, right? So, so posture and intentionality. Mm-hmm. So our kids may say sometimes, Times, the argument might be uh, if we say, hey, you need to you need to check kind of who you're hanging out with, because that influence can can uh, their influence on you can be a can be potentially a negative. And they say, well, I'm a Christian, like uh, I'm supposed to be around lost people. Right. Jesus was around lost people. And that's in, in a sense, that's true in a, in a pretty good argument. But I think we as parents have to be wise and discerning of the motivation. So. I, I told you this morning, I thought more like when I think of the prodigal son, give me all my inheritance and then I'm going to go be in it. I'm going to go be in the world. I'm going to blow all my inheritance yes. and I'm going to end up in a pig pen at the end of it, wanting to come back home, seeing what happened when I dove in and I said, I want this. This is what I want. His motivation wasn't to bring Christ to a lost and dying world. <laughs> the true motivation is he wanted to experience it. He wanted to be in it. He wanted to be a part of it. And I'm not saying that our kids all the time that that's it. Maybe they are, you know, maybe they're, you know, 14, 15. Hey, I want to go to this party. And what I'm wanting to do at this party is I want to bring the gospel to the lost. <laughs> <laughs> but I think more times than, than not, the motivation is probably more of that, like the prodigal son. Would you say that's fair? I, I would say that's extremely fair. That's, that's how I know that I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I wasn't at a party to bring the gospel. I didn't even think anything of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was there for the life of it. And, uh, you know, those are the things that when you look back and you go, yeah, there's no way that Mm. I would have gone there with the gospel. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't have gone. Right. So, yeah. 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 No, that's good. That's good. Okay. So to, to kind of wrap up here, especially with that, with that portion, as far as like friend groups are concerned, we've been talking about accountability. We've been talking about the, the local church, the need for, um, teaching the need for spiritual growth in our lives and in our, in our children's lives and our students' lives. Like that's what we want them to be growing. So uh, with those friend groups, yes. Is there a scenario in which we need to go into and, and, and maybe even consistently go into um, the, the world and, and with the intention of bringing the gospel. Yes. But who's going to influence us? Who is going to be the people that are, um, you know, uh, uh, helping uh, formulate kind of our opinions and ideas. We want that to be the the church, right? Yes. We want that to be God's word. We want them to have friends. We want to pray that they would have friends that surrounded them that would be like-minded that also uh, want to glorify uh, God in their lives. So, those are kind of the three different uh, topics there, uh, alcohol, sex, um, friend groups. And uh, hopefully that just, obviously, we don't have enough time to, to answer everything and to dive super, super far in. But again, we want to, we want to bring God glory. We want to glorify him uh, in our lives. And we want to, early and often from the time our kids are very young, is that they would be hearing that, that, that we want to bring him glory. We want to honor him and glorify him, love him more than anything else, and obey his commands. 
Is that fair? That is very fair. Okay, fantastic. So uh, for next week, um, so as we've been talking about, we talked about accountability. We've talked about um, uh, failed teaching of the church and this this responsibility of the church to teach our kids, and but also a responsibility for us to teach our kids. Now we're talking about these conversations with teens and some of these things are that are going uh, to come up, how to motivate them, how to how to teach them, right? So we've got all this. So so what I, what I thought is for next week, one of the questions very direct was how do I do a family devotional how do I do a family devotional logistically what does it look like and what can one expect when leading it we will talk to you all next time on the Creek Families podcast see you guys later